Good evening everyone and welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly. Uh, we are bringing you Transformers news from across Australia and around the world. Recording live on Friday, May 14th, 2021. This is episode 236. This week we will be talking about a world first legitimately for Transformers collecting in Australia with the big purple people eater has been found locally. Uh, well, There's a new masterpiece or two to talk about and uh, there's a brand new Transformers toy line coming in from uh, Takara. I say brand new but it's like two year old figures. All that and more is coming up after this. G'day everyone, welcome to the show. I'm Jason, coming to you live from Sydney on a very bloody cold Sydney night, it must be said. And I, I am saying that conscious of the fact that uh, Daria is coming to me from slightly south of Sydney, known to be much, much colder. How are you doing down there, Daria? Have you, has hell frozen over yet? You are right on the much, much colder. This this ski hat is not for show. <laughs> very, very nice. At least it's keeping you warm. Yeah, I'm wearing so many layers. Uh, if I had an OnlyFans, I could go to a thousand veils thing after this. <laughs> let's 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 not go to the OnlyFans reference this early in the show. That's uh, that's thirty seconds. We've 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 done that. We've done that nice and fast. Um, of course, OnlyFans is the very wholesome website from which you can purchase any fan that you uh, might desire, and sometimes they also do air conditioners um <laughs> speaking speaking of speaking of websites that allow people to uh people to stream weird things online bradley how are you going over there with uh, twitch streaming <laughs> every day at the moment uh, i'm going quite well um yeah it's still thrown off a bit by the segue that was masterfully done uh champagne uh <laughs> I, 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 I just I do want to clarify you are tw you are streaming daily on Twitch and not OnlyFans is that correct? Yes, that is very much correct. <laughs> Even though some Twitch streamers should go to OnlyFans, I'm have not you, one have, of those have streamers. You, have you done a hot tub stream yet? I, I only I learned that this saw, was a thing this week. I saw one about a week ago and the host was gone for like 10 minutes as they were changing clothes. And the amount of donations that were coming in from all these thirsty blokes, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And then she came back and she had like no personality. She was ditzy. I was like, get off Twitch. Ugh. Oh dear. So, uh, so hot tub, hot tub stream on groovy guy, uh, groovy guy gaming tomorrow night. Yeah. Never. <laughs> Actually, maybe oh. for my, maybe for my thousand follow-up, which is pretty soon. <laughs> uh, so we've gone we've gone from hell no to maybe and yes that's going to happen soon i see <laughs> again that took 30 seconds because <laughs> we're going fast uh, tonight jason we're going to try and get this under an hour <laughs> i know i know we are we are going we are going quickly which means we're going to go right smack bang straight head first and uh go forward headlong into the news <laughs> swiftly on and get to the news straight into news Hasbro news that will take us into some news what news comes from by yonder who wants a new Galvatron me 
There's only one person. Oh. Daria, no, no new Galvatron for you? Oh, I, I hadn't actually seen this photo before, so I was locked by that for a moment. Yeah, I, realized, <laughs> I just realised I sold my Galvatron a while ago, so an ID1 looks, actually looks like Galvatron and not a dodgy tank that you can't transform. Ah, you're talking about the Generations Galvatron. I'm talking about the, well, the other Generations Galvatron, yeah. yeah. This bloke's leader class, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. So, so we are looking at a photograph of Kingdom Galvatron, actually posted by a TCCA member. It appears to have been the first Galvatron to hit store shelves in the world. Uh, at least, we we posted we posted the sighting on Twitter, and all of the Transformers news sites picked it up and said this is the world's first sighting. So, that's my uh, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So. Uh, First release of Galvatron, uh, he was apparently the only one on the uh, on the store shelves in Toy World. Uh, wow. A lot of a lot of places are saying that he's not due for release until next month or the month thereafter. Uh, Toy World does have a history of releasing things a little bit early. Uh, Studio Series eighty six hit Toy World in mid December, if you guys recall. So mm -hmm. it's uh, it's possible that someone's ignored the embargo date on the Hasbro boxes mm -hmm. out the back of the store once again. Um, he looks he looks pretty awesome um not not gonna lie there are there is a, there's a couple of things that have gone on in my life this week that might stop me from purchasing this galvatron despite my uh, my previous my previous statements to the contrary we'll talk about that later on in the show though um so bradley daria both both getting big ticks uh, big ticks from you on this new galvatron design by the same yeah as Very I said, so. it's not many a Galvatron we have that actually looks anything like the guy from the comics and the TV. I mean, the the first toy of his castle-shaped head, that was nice for 1986, but it's not 1986 anymore. So, yeah, I'd probably want a, I'd probably want a nice close-up look, but that's always the case. Uh, well, so there are definitely close-up looks of the figure around. Uh, we don't have it here because we've actually gone over them many, many times, but the, the main story tonight is just, hey, world first, Australia, Australian release. Uh, it is $95 if you buy it on the shelf at Toy World, which is, I believe, $5 above what we would consider a leader RRP, but Toy World is sort of known for whacking $5 on top of their prices here and there. If you want, if you want to be one of the first people on the planet with the figure, five dollars probably won't bother you. But uh, if, like everyone else, you're prepared to wait, it should be a regular retail release at ninety dollars, and uh, it should also end up going down down to like seventy or seventy or seventy-five on sale occasionally as well. One thing I have learned is that leaders tend not to be very scarce. Um, eventually, like there's a lot of FOMO. People people think that they're going to miss out if they don't buy the figure as soon as it's released, but uh, I mean, I can I can still I can still pretty reliably pick up siege leaders uh, from. I mean, I have to import them from Singapore, but they still do come in a little bit cheaper than uh, ninety dollars. So, yeah, um, I, I would not be in too much of a rush to buy this. Uh, but you know, if you desperately want to add Galvatron to your collection, he will be out there hitting store shelves in the next few weeks. I think that's I think that's enough. That's enough of the uh, the local sightings news. We're going to go on and talk about some new figures that are coming from Takara Tomy. Now, we did see we saw this we saw this last week, uh, and I think we I think we talked talked about this as a an early leak or an early release of uh, the Transformers uh, premium finish line coming from Takara Tomy. Um, as as happens with these kind of things, this week we have more details. Uh, so. 
We now know that the premium finish collection from Takara Tomy is going to be releasing two figures per month starting in October. They are going to be a slightly higher price point than we've seen for the same figures. Like the, these, are, these are simply repaints, they're re-releases of existing figures. Uh, we are looking at the Siege Optimus Prime uh, figure on the right and the Studio Series Bumblebee uh, figure one of them. I think this, is, this one's the Volkswagen from the, uh, the Bumblebee movie uh, on, on the left. Now they all have uh, they all have upgraded paint applications, and this is one of the things that Takara's home has always been considered very good at is uh, getting better looking paint applications on their figures than Hasbro. It appears that Hasbro and Takara have put their heads together and managed to turn this into something that they can ask for extra money for because uh, I think we're looking at about $38, uh, $38 US for the Optimus Prime figure, which is well above the, uh, the regular Voyager price point of about $30. So... Uh, $8 gets you a lot of extra paint. There's a lot of extra detail on this figure. We we talked about the uh, the extra paint splotches and the like last week, um, but we only had low-res low res pixel images to go on. This week we can see that they are definitely going for a more screen-accurate uh, a more screen accurate finish on the figures. And I, th I think... I think I wouldn't be remiss in saying that Optimus Prime is definitely the focus of the uh, of the the initial two releases. Bumblebee sort of seems to be kind of an also ran. Does uh, does that does that opinion uh, offend anyone, or am I on the money there? No, the um, the Bumblebee to me in this photo looks like just one shade of yellow, whereas the Optimus Prime, you can easily make out like grey flecks on top of the cab. Um, blast effect or blaster sort of effects on his arms and black splotches on his upper legs. Whereas, yeah, just Bumblebee, just he looks like he's minty fresh. Yeah, that's that's true. Actually, he he does. I, I wonder if we look at some of the other photos, um, he might not look quite so minty fresh. But uh, no, I'd say I'd, I'd say he does look minty fresh. He's he's got a paler uh, he's got a paler paint finish on him than uh, the original. Yeah. that we saw and um in fact we, we do have a we've got some comparison photos that show the uh show the difference between the uh, the original finish and so the the original finish for this figure was extremely sort of bright yellow uh with a, a metallic face which the, the metallic face seems to have stayed there but uh the new paint job from takara really brings out his eyes a lot more on the face everything else is pretty much pretty much the same the same uh, color applications, uh, but uh, the Takara paint job is obviously quite superior. Um, so, is anyone interested in adding a premium finished Bumblebee to their collection? No. <laughs> no, I mean, I can, see what, I can see what they've done here. They're going for this thing. They're starting off with the the big names from both Generations and the movie line, and probably gives them enough of a barometer to see how this line's going to work out. I admit this is definitely a, I guess, a bit of a hard, a more hardcore collecting thing because chances are if you wanted either of these figures before, you've got them already. So you'd have to be dedicated collector to get them from Japan or even if you are in Japan with just different colors, which aren't, which are much nicer, but aren't radically different. I, 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 I agree. Yeah. In saying that, if I still collected the movie toys and I had the Bumblebee on the left and I saw that Bumblebee on the right, to me, the premium one looks more 
screen accurate and a bit less sort of retina burning. But <laughs> I really, I, no, I, I really like the look of the premium one. The, like the head sculpt, even though you said it's just a little bit of paint. It makes a huge difference. It really does make a difference to the eyes, doesn't it? The, yeah. Uh, you can you can also see in the in the head. There's a lot more difference around the paint applications around his antenna. Um, there's also it seems like the paint on the hands looks more chrome like as well, whereas the original Bumblebee had sort of flat grey. But um, you can see some reason he's got light flecks. Different mm -hmm. coloured ankles as well. If you see like the circle bit above his foot where like an ankle sort oh, of yeah. would be. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. So it, it, it seems that Takara is not afraid to actually get out there and paint different parts of this rather than sort of going, well, this is coming from the same mold, so everything needs to be painted uh, painted in the same colour. Um, mm. So yeah, there's, there's definitely it's definitely bringing out a lot more detail in the film. Oh yeah, it's definitely a much nicer colour. It sounded a bit cynical before, but it is a very good paint job. Mm. It is. Let's take a bit of a closer look at Optimus Prime. Um, mm -hmm. Optimus, so uh, it is handy that they've uh, they've kindly put the characters into very similar poses. Not exactly the same, but very very similar. Um, so we can see where there's a lot more detail. There's, it seems like Optimus has a lot more panel lines visible on the uh, on the surface. So uh, you can see sort of the the vents or the grills on his on his legs. You can make out a lot more details on them there. Uh, some of the some of the joints and um, ratchets and things around, things that move around in his legs have more visible lines on them as well. Uh, there's a much better red in use on on the premium finish figure, and of course he's got the green he's got the green um, the green look to the windows on his chest that we see in the Netflix series, and the sort of cracked cracked glass that uh, that we've seen in there as well. You, you will you will recall. Um, for the the time that the Machinima series was uh, on as well, like I did find it hilarious that Optimus couldn't find anyone to actually fix his glass, uh, the, the glass windows in his chest for the entire duration of the series, and that does appear to be holding true for Netflix as well. I just think it's weird that the premium Optimus Prime has like aging, what what, what would you call it, like aging paint or something like the blast effects, the dirt, weathering, grime. Sorry, yeah, the weathering. Weathering, yeah. The, the, has weathering, but the original toy also has weathering, but they're both in opposite areas. <laughs> like the yeah. premium one has weathering on the knees, but the original one has uh, weathering on his right shoulder. So the so the original did have stuff on his uh, on his upper upper legs as well, just not quite. I in many ways I feel like this is very much Takara going to Hasbro. Hey, this is how you should have done this. <laughs> yeah, if you, 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 you want to do weathering on a toy, made, ask us. Yeah, make it look like weathering, not like someone's just gone with a sharpie. Yeah. So <laughs> some people have said that that's sort of what the new one looks like as well, because uh, the panel lines and there's. There's obviously there's a, a a bit more pronounced shadows around sort of where his where his chest opens up, um, so people are saying that it does look like someone's taken a sharpie to him. But I do think it's I do think it's a more of a genuine genuine effort to show panel lines rather than um, rather than anything else. You don't think it'll be like a slight mold enhancement. Uh, no, I think no, I think that kind of thing is definitely down to the paint, the the paint applications and the way that the mold's decorated. I think the mold is exactly the same. Okay. I mean, they've this... they've got different quality and methods of picture here, which is kind of favouring the 
premium finish guy. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm noticing. I'm noticing also that the the picture on the left is really low res. Like if you look at Optimus's yeah. face, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, if you look at Optimus's face, it's very blurry. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of blurring going on, and yeah, so they've definitely favoured the uh, favoured the very subliminal right. advertising there, saying this product is inferior. This new one um, coming out. The, so, so what we're doing, what we're looking at on the left is Optimus in standard definition. On the right is Optimus in eight K, stunning eight K resolution. Yeah, you um, can also Jay tell the one on the right has uh, is under a harsher light to better capture things like edges and seams and things. Yes. Uh, so yep. Jacob Babbick has just asked, "Is the head the same?" I think the answer is yes, but uh, as we've been talking about, actually I think the. the yeah, I was going to say the faceplate does look a bit more pronounced on the premium one, but at the same time, it could just be the one on the left is a foggy photo. I, I think the one on the left is actually tilted down. The one on the right is tilted up. And also, mm. as, as Daria said, it's, it's, it's under much more harsh light to, uh, to really show the difference. So I'm pretty sure the details of the mold look the same. Yeah. So... Um, we know from we know from this week's announcements that uh, the premium finish line will be released two figures per month, starting in October. Uh, and Takara released a, a, a lovely image showing um, a bunch of black squares as to what's being released in the next uh, over, over the next um, little while, uh, which the community very handily um, sought out figures in the same pose and filled in the gaps for us. So we now we now have a pretty good idea of what's being released when in the uh, in the series. However, someone's released it with a really really low res um a really low res uh, <laughs> thumbnail showing filling them in. So we haven't we haven't quite got our fingers on everything, but we can very clearly see there's a split between the movie figures and the generations of the siege or the at least the war for cybertron figures so yeah, well the we'll get... japanese text identifies the top as studio series and the bottom is war for cybertron yeah and the the boxes that we've seen do actually differ between the the uh, generations figures and the studio series figures um so what have we so what do we got there we've got uh, looking at the war for cybertron line first so obviously prime is the first we've seen that uh, we've got Megatron in slot two. It's not yep. entirely clear whether we're looking at Siege or Earthrise Megatron. Do you guys have a preference for which one you'd like it to be? I've got um, I've got Siege. Isn't the only difference with Earthrise his head sculpt? There's a or... few differences in the tank mode as well. Uh, actually, yeah, I remember. I think I saw a review of the Earthrise, and the tank mode wasn't really as polished no, stuff it, as the it doesn't seem it doesn't seem as good so i like yeah. as much as as much as i don't really want to buy yet another siege megatron um <laughs> i kind of i kind of hope that this is siege megatron because um it's it probably has the better g1 looking um looking robot mode uh yeah. next next along so that's that'll be november's release um next along there'll be ultra magnus yet another stab at the uh, siege ultra magnus line maybe it'll just be the netflix figure re-release we'll find out alongside that we have what looks like it could be is it are we looking at soundwave do you guys think or is it i think it sounds blaster yeah it i mean he's got he's doing the laser beak eject pose so it's one it's him or his other self Right, and yes. I think when we're literally talking about silhouettes, yeah, 
toss a coin. You know, I, I, would, I would have to say that at this point, actually just a standard sound wave because the <laughs> Netflix the Netflix sound wave that people have been really going head over heels for, that's really hard to find. So getting another stab at a Netflix-style sound wave, because we know that this is going to be designed to be sort of screen accurate, getting another stab at a Netflix-style sound wave might be, might be good for the, for the community at large. Um, next along, we've also got Springer. We haven't actually we haven't seen much of Springer. Springer got a release during, during Siege, but his figure wasn't really widely available in Australia, and so I think there's a lot of people Oh, wasn't who... he? Because he was shelf-warming down here. Really? Which I think he was. I think he was like one of the few very popular figures that not many people had trouble finding. Fair enough. Yeah, no, I, I've I've seen I see a lot of people who are still trying to find a Sage Springer today. Oh, and, okay. Uh, oh, they I, seen, I wish they I'd also... known about a year ago when. Don't, I don't just... we all? This is how shelf formers work. <laughs> I, I, would, I could have just thrown a rock at a toy store and probably found one. Swung a cat. Mm. Yeah. Don't don't. By the way, don't swing cats at home. Um, just, and don't just, throw rocks at stores. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In fact, just don't don't. A general piece of advice is don't do anything that we tell you to do on the podcast. Um, we're bad influencers. Just just in case everyone is unsure. So there's going to be a, a going to be a premium finished version of Siege Springer, and the last figure along there looks like Wheeljack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't, didn't, um, I didn't think that Wheeljack really needed another release, but there you go. Um, so the Earthrise one was sort of like a creamy beige color, and the Netflix one was white, but it had battle damage. So maybe this one's just going to be like a bright white with no battle damage. It's, uh, it's very possible, yeah. Hmm. I would like to see the Ultra Magnus, though, because I'm very happy with Siege Ultra Magnus, but if this Magnus has, I don't know, maybe brighter colors or something, I'd be interested in it. So I, I'm, I'm also interested to know what the colors on this will be like. I guess My guess is that we'll find out within a, another month or so. But, mm. Um, mm, yeah. Let's turn our attention to the Studio Series figures. I'm, I'm desperately trying to find the, uh, the list of things that people think they are and i don't i can see um... we've definitely got bumblebee and then i can see four and five uh ratchet and optimus prime respectively i would say Mm -hmm. i'd say six is ironhide ah that's probably a good bet i think Uh, Um, Uh, that sounds like a good one uh, yep yeah although Um... I, I i am seeing people say jetfire but i'm not sure two also looks like two also looks like megatron uh, sorry, when I say two, I mean the the number two there. So number, the third one along looks like looks like Megatron because that's how that's how he's been pictured in the um the studio series figures. Oh, okay, I thought it was I was going to say Jazz. Ah, well that's so that's an interesting that's an interesting one. A lot of these are very very much speculation, and also there's this is stuff that's been filled in by a fan so we might not be yeah. looking at an accurate an accurate picture of them as well and in fact for that reason we probably don't really need to give them pay them too much mind um especially since the second one looks like um mud flap or skids whichever one it was and i don't see why they would be giving him a previous uh, a premium release amongst all these other sort of main characters Especially straight yeah. out the gate, and especially on his own. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you could think you could be right there. So maybe uh, maybe we should not pay too much attention to these. Um, <laughs> we, you never know. We're we're, we're going to find out. We're going to find out in the next few months whether the uh, whether yeah. this is an accurate release schedule or not. Um, but uh, yeah, so we we are looking at uh, we are we are looking at uh, yeah some slightly premium price points for the figures as releasing in the USA. Who. Uh, in fact, sorry, Optimus Prime I previously said was thirty-eight US dollars. It's actually fifty-eight, so that's a oh, wow. that's a much higher price point. He's, he's probably likely to be closer to a very closer to a hundred dollars or so. Bumblebee is the one that's a, a thirty-eight US dollar price point. I think it's just actually, interesting that they um, plan to release these month after month for six months, but at the same time, there could be delays. I don't know. Uh, they, look, there could be delays. It's probably it's probably good to sort of consider them sort of hedging their bets at this point a bit. Um, yeah. At least the intention is to release them month after month, but who knows? And it probably keeps so, people interested. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it'd be it'd be more interesting if they didn't actually tell people what they're releasing uh, in, in advance. So people might be, oh, you know, December's release is out and it's a surprise. That's yeah, because it's probably not likely to happen. When we were, we were talking about it last week, I was thinking, you know, a premium range would be cool and it would be also nice if they sort of mentioned it. You know, sort of like similar how the deep cover was released, like it was sort of there and then suddenly it was like, okay, you can buy it now. But this one yeah, is just like in six deep months you release can get was unusual. Yeah, definitely. But these ones are just... I have a feeling though that if we do know what's, you know, coming out, they might not see any sales until the final figures released, and then people just buy them all in one batch. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's possible. There's, I, I mean, so many companies play their cards close to their chest on release schedules these days. For, for I mean, it's for a bunch of reasons, right? Like they like to get a bit of a bit of a bing, bit of a bang out of announcing a new wave. Um, mm-hmm. I was listening to I was listening to the the lovely Triple Takeover podcast um, from uh, from friends over in the UK. And uh, they were talking about catalogs for the, uh, the 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 84 and the 85 and the 86 series. Remember when we used to get complete catalogs of a, a complete toy range? And you mm. could buy the first figure that was released and you'd get the catalog with it so you'd know what was coming. That just doesn't happen anymore. Like Hasbro milks the release of information on every wave of the toy line now. And... Part I mean, part of it is because they put the money into developing and developing the the, the, the figures, and so they want to get bang for their buck when they when they release them, when they announce them. They want to see their they want to see their product hit the news cycle and uh, be you know they, they want to see there be some buzz about the new announcement of stuff instead of it all happening at the start of the toy line being released and then just sort of you know as wave after wave comes out, they're sort of not being that much of a, a, a big bump in public perception of them. So it, like it's it's understandable, you know the this sort of this sort of a change, but uh, it does mean that we're robbed of some things like you know, catalogs and a, a lot of, a lot of advanced information about what's coming up on these lines. I'm just and looking at the. Um... they do still slip out surprises, like when that Battle Trap two party came out a couple of years ago. Yes, that's right. Like, what, um, what the hell is this? I just found it in the shop, and I they, yeah, first announcement was someone's finding it in a shop. Uh, yeah, they do. They do manage to get us a couple of surprises like that. Although, I, I feel like sometimes that's when they they delay the announcement of the new wave so much that it's actually in boxes shipping out before we actually find out about it. 
Yeah, I was just looking at the photos in this article. Who's that with Bumblebee in the bottom right? Is that another premium toy? I don't. Or I don't is... think so. That I think they've paired up Bumblebee with Shatter and Dropkick because they're the uh, the characters. Uh, from this movie. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. I don't. I think judging by the colours on them, they they look more like the regular release. Premiums yeah. of them could be pretty cool. It could, there's it, some it, of the few it could be nice, yeah. ones I really like. Shatter and Dropkick. <laughs> it, it, it might be nice to see Shatter and Dropkick done in Bumblebee, you know, sort of in premium finish to actually match up with Bumblebee. Don't know if mm. we'll, don't know if we'll get that in the first the first range of figures. Maybe maybe they'll do it in the future. Well, I guess it again depends on the success because Studio Series took everyone by surprise in being so successful that they're kind of just scraping up background characters and going to animated movies now to keep the line going whereas at the start i'm sure everyone thought oh they'll put out the big names and that then we'll be done yeah absolutely um the i mean studio series has been a, a, a you know a, quite the success and i think it's interesting to see where they're where they're where they're taking the line, obviously with Transformers, the the Studio Series eighty six figures, but also reusing some of the Studio Series eighty six, not the eighty six, but reusing some of the Studio Series figures for other things. So um, we've seen uh, we've seen Ultimate Expanse was a, a repaint of Studio Series Jetfire. Ah, oh, sure it was. Hmm. Well, I say repaint, sorry, it's a, a retool and repaint, but yes. Yeah. So um, look, there's going to be uh, and look, there's there's Prime. I like versus, that photo. Versus a seeker, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, uh, right. Uh, so, that's, that's what's his name, Sandstorm, isn't it? Uh, it does look like Sandstorm. I no, I don't think so. Those wings, it's a um, Cybertron. Uh, yeah, no, you know what? You, you're quite right, actually. That is um, that is definitely okay. not Sandstorm. Mm. With a Tetrajet. Mm. There are there are rumours that we're getting a three pack of uh, Cybertronian Seekers uh, coming up soon, so maybe uh, okay. maybe we're looking at an, an early an early shot of one of that one of those. Mm. Anyway, let's move on. Um, we do have uh, we do have more news. To did talk did about we say if? Well, I'm just going to say I'm not particularly interested in these releases. How about you two, uh, Darren? Uh, no, I th I think if a character I liked or very. Particularly well done. Deco came out. I might pick it up, but yeah, like I said, it's for, it's for the hardcore figure collector than I am. I have said it usually once an episode that I'm on that I'm a fiction first person. So usually one decent representation of a character who, unless it's Grimlock, of course, and I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you should mention Grimlock, but uh, we'll, oh. we'll, we'll, we'll save we'll save that for a, a second. I'll, I'll answer Bradley's question first. Um, no, not 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 interested in adding these to my collection. However, uh, like Daria, if uh, if a particular deco comes along that I quite like, and I will say, I am quite liking this Prime. The Siege, Siege mm. Prime is Siege Prime is really nice. However. I've already got the anime colors version. I've already got the Nemesis version from the, the Netflix Wave 2 spoiler box. I don't know if I really need to buy a third. Um, maybe 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 if maybe if one out one is one comes in, one goes out. Don't know. I think was, I, I don't know why, but for some reason the Siege Optimus Prime just didn't really click for me. Then I got the Earthrise Prime, and then I saw 
this this prime mode as nemesis and i just snapped it up straight away so i'm not maybe it was just the black repaint or something but it's just this mold in general like we're talking about you know colored color palettes and stuff that cut mm. that nemesis color palette on that mold was just instant buy for me um this is just nah. you, you, you know so thinking about what i said just then yeah. i kind of feel like I might get the premium Optimus and I might get the premium Megatron and I might get rid of the, the anime colored 35th ones. So at least, at least it's one in one out, right? But yeah, I mean, I've seen like my friend has those anime, you mean like the cell shaded ones? Mm, yeah. Yeah. They just look, I mean, they look amazing. Don't get me long, wrong, but they just sort of look out of place, like among a collection with other Transformers toys. Yeah. They, 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 I mean, they stick out, but they do go together. So at least, yeah. at least that's all right. These, uh, I assume these two will go together as well with a, with a, a premium prime and Megatron. What I think will be interesting is see whether or not the, cause they're going for sort of a Netflix screen accuracy. Will we actually yeah. see Takara taking another stab at the, the sort of the, the battle damaged Netflix Megatron chest? Uh, I was just wondering if, if they're going to do a Megatron with his full pouty lips. <laughs> that, well i don't know they, maybe a yeah. third party add-on pack <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe you just need the uh, the makeup gun from the simpsons with a set to haul <laughs> yeah oh homie we are gonna move on uh daria tipped our hand at uh wanting to talk a little bit about grimlock but maybe not the grimlock that you were expecting <laughs> Beast Wars Grimlock back in the day made a big splash as turning out to be Generation 1 Grimlock reincarnated, rebuilt, however you portray your fiction. And this was a big deal at the time because unlike early on when we were, are these the same people with with different forms, etc., etc., this was said, no, this is Generation 1 Grimlock who made his way all the way through all the various wars and interregnums and stuff, and now he's a Maximal. So, and unfortunately, the Maximal Grimlock toy suffered from a lot of gold plastic syndrome. So, which I is one of the reasons that. I currently don't have one. I've got one. <laughs> so, what we're looking at here is a battle across time between Maximal Grimlock and regular ah. Autobot Mirage. Well, 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 so hang on, it's not a battle between these two. So, this is this is a this is a Maximal and Autobot team up. So the oh. Battle Across Time collection is going to comprise multiple sets. This oh, the, it's like the... Is, yeah, so this, this, is, this is the first one. set. Uh, the, Galactic, called, but... the Galactic Odyssey. Galactic Odyssey. That's the yeah. one. Okay, right. So uh, very very possibly, but let, let, let's go th let's go through what we've got here first. We've already talked about the, the Grimlock redeco of Dinobot, which I think we all saw coming. But um, oh, yeah. maybe maybe we didn't quite expect it to turn up in this way. But we also have a, a, a redeco and a retool of Mirage. Now, Mirage is sporting a much more Earth accurate look on on this uh, on this. He's got a much more Earth accurate vehicle mode, uh, as we see in this photo here. Uh, Grimlock still has Dinobot's sort of pouty arms that just sort of hang there, <laughs> but whatever. Um, Mirage has quite some significant changes. Uh, so his vehicle mode is flatter and he also doesn't actually have the shoulder mount for his cannon. 
anymore. And uh, some of the other changes also mean that his weapons are now side-mounted in, in vehicle mode, as we can see here. And uh, he does have a, a much more a much more sort of Earth, Earth mode Formula One car um, without having to license Formula One car uh, <laughs> designs. And so, yeah, so we can, we can see some, a lot more sort of um, straightforward picks there. In fact, those are, the, those are the exact same picks, just not on the, not on the colored background. <laughs> And flipped around the other way. So thanks a bunch for that, Hasbro. And uh, so we're looking at the box art now. So we're looking at a we're looking at a, a, a pack that's similar to say the um, the Seeker Elite pack, where you've got the Transformers branding on the left near the wedge uh, that has come to define the War for Cybertron series. There's a few notable things going on in the box. So we've got Grimlock and Mirage. They're fighting side by side, and there's a few notable things going on around it. So. Uh, we can see Waspinator behind them. We can also see what you might would assume to be Starscream sort of flying in from the left edge. There's another there's another dinosaur coming at them from the um, coming at them from the left as well. Now, the so Hasbro's press release calls attention to Dinobot, Starscream, and Waspinator, um, and people have also pointed out that there's wings. Hanging yeah. off the uh, the edge of the box over here, and so I'm now as we've talked about many times. I'm not terribly familiar with the the Beast series, but people are saying that the wings are Skywarp. Does that ring true to you, Brad? Skywarp? No, I was hmm. thinking more Silverbolt, but there's also Air Razor, who's currently released. So Air, but th- so those wings to me just ring Silverbolt. Yeah. Right. So so yeah, maybe maybe we're looking at Silverbolt there. Yeah, interesting. So yeah. um. The set oh, is available me. to order on Amazon US at the moment. It's uh, $53 US. It has been listed on Amazon Australia, where hilariously it was listed about a month ago. Yep. Uh, and it's available for order now at $78, which for a Voyager figure and a deluxe figure is actually a pretty damn good price. Especially for an Earth Mode Mirage, because that's what yep. probably a lot of people would be buying it for. It's really interesting. So, so TCCA runs video chats in in the group on Wednesday nights, and um, one of our one of our participants on Wednesday nights said that uh, the another group that he's in, people have seen this and just gone, "Holy shit! I really want this set. Does anyone want to buy Mirage? Because I don't want that." Um, so, oh, I think really? I think there's a, a a bit of a split. I think it depends on, I mean, depends on which which Transformers is your generation one. Um, mm. I think there's a bit of a split between the people who want the who want the uh, the Mirage versus the people who want the Grimlock. I know that I know that there's a lot of uh, a lot of groups where people are very happily um, exchanging exchanging uh, promises to sell one or the other figure to each other. So I think that I think in general people are going to be pretty happy with uh, what they get out of this collection. Mm-hmm. Um, I will. Well, I look. I, I've ordered the set. Um, I, I guess this is going to be where I get a a, a beast uh, Dinobot or Grimlock from because I don't I don't have any plans to get Dinobot. <laughs> yeah, it's for some reason the um the Dinobot pictures. I don't know what it is, but I just can't see that head matching that body. I know that's a weird thing to say, but it just I I I'm not sure what it is. It's just are you are you, ta- are you talking about the Grimlock repaint or do you mean the yeah the, the Grimlock Dinobot? repaint. Yeah, no, no, I've got Kingdom Dinobot right here. Then he looks cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just that um, 
maybe it's just the fact there's like a Grimlock head on another character that I'm familiar with. Maybe that's what it is, but and yeah, he doesn't it, have any Grimlock colors, which was a weird thing back in the day too. But here it is again. It, yeah. it might not stand up so much if if he was gray and gold and highlighted in red and other things. So, yeah, uh, so pe people do seem to think that this is pretty accurate. Uh, I mean, Hasbro even thinks that uh, that uh, the colors are inspired by the Beast Wars Uprising comic. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say the um, Grimlock Beast Wars toy was just um, gray with black spots. So they're definitely not going for the um, toy from the 90s no, sort of look. No, so yeah, mm. so maybe, maybe it is more to do with the uh, his appearance in Uprising. And he, he mm. does have he does have a, a line of spots on his back, but in generally not very spotty. Yeah, but yeah. they haven't completely left the paddock of that color scheme. He is, he, he is still mostly a whitish color with a darkish color spotting him in various ways. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, is is this set a uh, a, a must-buy, a maybe-buy, or a going-to-buy, or I'm going to buy it and sell half of it? Well, like you said, um, if we end up doing an order through the Jason Gateway and there's someone that's just interested in the Grimlock, <laughs> I'll be interested in the Mirage. Well, uh, well oh, I, hey. I, hey. Mm. As far as... I Straight up, though, because as far as I'm concerned, this is a Grimlock with some white and blue ballast, so... I'm I'm happy to do that split with you. There you All go. Right. There you go. See, I, I love I love a happy medium. <laughs> I I, th I think we're happy. You two can you two can buy one set between you and um and figure out the split. That's fine. Um, and you're going to have both. Are you? Yeah, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna buy I'll buy them. I I don't I don't really like buying a set and then splitting it. Um, which is kind yeah. of oh oh Daria's oh. Daria's gone, but that's okay. Daria will come back soon, I think. Um, I don't. I, I don't really. I don't really like to buy a set and split them, um, which I think is hilarious because the first thing that I do these days after unpacking a set like this is I throw the box out. I was going to say, did you buy Earth um, Earth Mode Ratchet and get rid of Lifeline? No, but uh, a few people have. Lifeline okay. is uh, Lifeline is quite happy on the shelf about there. Okay. All right then. <laughs> I got that, but I wanted both of them, so I was quite happy with that. Yeah, fair, fair enough. enough. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let, let's let's move on from the Battle Across Time Collection. Uh, it is worth noting that it's not due for release until November. So Ugh. again, again, we're seeing these figures so far out in advance of their launch, which is actually kind of what we usually do. It's just that I guess in a pandemic, it feels like everything's a, everything's a much 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 further time it's much longer away much longer time it's yeah. much further away yeah yeah so let, let let's move on we do have uh we do have some masterpiece news to talk about this week and uh it's it's really interesting we we got this we got this paragraph of text that appeared uh i think it was a scan from figure king magazine a couple of months ago when someone from takara confirmed that they are working on a masterpiece Jetfire, or, or as Takara knows him, Skyfire. And this entered the consciousness for a little while. I think it was around February, maybe March. I and think it was just... when the um, Skids masterpiece was announced. Yes, yeah, I, th I, think, it, I think it was, it was, yeah, it was a fair while back now. Uh, yeah. It entered consciousness and then it sort of just subsided. And in the last couple of weeks, a couple, couple of people have actually said to me, hey, 
is that is that real? Have they really announced that they're doing a masterpiece Skyfire? And I was like, well, yes. Like we've we've got a scan from the magazine. That's 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 it. And the, and people are like, mm, I don't know if I believe that that's really happening. So I'm going to go and buy Fans Toys Phoenix. Well, <laughs> this week, oh, it didn't work. This week, this week, bam, there is a masterpiece Skyfire sitting right there, and. Uh, we, we some some um uh, let me see if i can just zoom being shown to scale bit. with a lens flare yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't tell which optimus that is because he's sitting right under the lens flare we actually do know that it, it is mp10 um yeah. which has been has been made light of on twitter with people saying that even takara doesn't use mp44 for comparisons <laughs> even they can't afford it <laughs> yeah i i, I that was that was my response to that. Is that even Takara can't afford to keep MP44 hanging around the office for, for photos. Um, and I mean, we know that Takara has a lot of MP10s because they release a lot of them every year as recolors. Um, so what we are looking at here is a block prototype of, uh, of Skyfire, or as we know him, Jetfire. Now, the block prototype is very, very, um, very basic in its shape and design. So there's a lot of there's a lot of bezels, there's a lot of curves, a lot of detail that would need to be added onto this before it's actually uh, considered like an in production mold. But of course, the basic form and uh, the basic form of Jetfire slash Skyfire is there and obvious. He is huge he's probably the biggest masterpiece figure that i've seen yet um how does how do you how does uh how does star saber compare to mp10 i think like i think star saber is quite significantly larger too isn't he yeah Ultra Magnus also got... larger i don't know i've got star saber but i don't have mp10 but i'm pretty sure star saber is a couple of inches taller than mp10 mm-hmm yeah, so this looks um, this looks a little big a little bit bigger again. Yeah, so, definitely huge. So um, it does sort of beg the question: What price point are we going to be looking at for a huge masterpiece like this? But if Takara really does go for the if Ta if Takara really does sort of trend upwards towards the sort of six hundred dollar mark that we saw with the uh, MP forty four, maybe this time we'll actually get a figure that's actually commensurate to that scale and that size. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure no matter what price, I mean, if this guy gets announced at the price of MP44, there'll be uproar because they'll be like, hey, MP44 was that price and it's less of a figure. Whereas if this figure is announced and it's got a higher price, again, fans will be upset that they're price gouging again in their eyes. I, I think no matter what happens, there'll be people who complain. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I got, I got, I to say, um, definitely, I'm definitely, definitely interested in, uh, interested in where this guy goes and where he ends up. And I'm also quite happy that we're seeing such a prototype shot of him this early on in his, uh, in the development. Like, like he was only really revealed to people a little while ago, and to see him fairly fully formed is actually quite heartening. It usually takes quite a long time to get to this point. Mm. So, well, I mean, this could this could also just be a very very basic kit bash. It is it's a block model? Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, look, I'm 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 quite I'm quietly caught quietly cautious. No, I'm quietly optimistic. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm 
I'm pretty pretty happy with it. Um, I, I, are, are either of you guys looking for uh, looking for a masterpiece scale jet fighter? I was, I was going to say you said you're quietly optimistic. This photo is uh, quietly optimistic as well because Optimus Prime is being hidden by the flare. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a subtle optimism. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's a masterpiece toy, so I'm not particularly. I was going to say I'm not interested in it at all, but then I remember I do have Masterpiece toys in my collection. But You just um, remembered I, that you have Masterpiece toys. Well, I mean, I've only got the ta the tapes and Star Saber. Um, the Commander Jetfire for me is my Jetfire, or Skyfire, if you will. The classics is for me, and yeah, the, the latter-day Masterpieces, which are on a whole extreme price level entirely they're just too rich for my blood it's like that's very nice those those of you who want it and can afford it have fun uh, i i just don't live in a world where you know th this could be as you say this could be like 600 bucks or so for this guy who i am not even too fond of, of a character and have a good version of anyway so yeah i'll be impressed and i'll see pictures and if my friend who does buy masterpieces by the load and I do sometimes see his toys get to one, I'll probably gush over it there, but <laughs> I don't see myself uh, hitting refresh waiting for the pre-order page. I will, I'll, I'll just uh, I'll just throw in a comment from uh, from Jacob once more. With a lot of work done from the Siege model, it might make it easier to finish the Masterpiece. You could be quite right. Like We might be looking at a Masterpiece that is basically... Uh, an enhancement on the the uh, siege commander class that we've already seen we are going to mm -hmm. see that figure come back for another run this year as a shattered glass jet fire that's the rumor anyway so um yeah maybe we are going to see a bit of uh maybe we'll see the, the the generations line contribute to masterpiece we've we've seen a lot of people claim that that's happening in reverse uh lately so we've seen people saying that uh head sculpts in the generations line are very obviously based on cad designs from masterpiece so maybe, yeah, of, yeah, maybe, um, maybe some that went the other way. A lot of engineering in the classics toys has been thought of as mini masterpieces. That's absolutely mm, true. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people have said that. And, well, you know, look at look at the modern off-the-retail-shelf toy compared to its 1980s counterpart. Yeah, very much so, especially with Optimus. Mm. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, let's let's move on. Now you can see in the top left corner of this image here, there is a, the, a foot of a, a figure that we're maybe not familiar with, but from the same magazine that's um, publishing these uh, publishing these photos of uh, MP10 and Jetfire side by side, we also see. Uh, I am going to I'm going to try and zoom in on this if we can. We so another another long gestating masterpiece. Uh, masterpiece project we saw transformers uh we saw the transformers masterpiece announcement of an, a forthcoming raiden um the uh train combiner uh i think i feel it feels like it was about 18 months to two years ago now we haven't seen much of that project since now what we are looking at here is apparently um and i we, we we had a we had we spent like thirty seconds getting the pronunciation of this right earlier, and I'm probably going to mess it up. But uh, Shuki, um, Shoki. someone Shoki. Shoki. There we go. 
I, you've yeah. both said some completely different things. Zathras. <laughs> Zathras. Very, <laughs> very subtle differences in pronunciation. Um, anyway, it's one of the train combiner, one of the train bots from the combiner. This is a 3D model of where Takara is going with, uh, with the train combiner. So... I mean, it's a it's a three D model. We can't really we can't really ascertain that much from it. Do you guys think it looks masterpiece-y or does it look a little bit more sort of generationsy? Uh, it certainly looks like one of the train bots from the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's sort of like looking at the far right hand side that leg sort of looks a bit masterpiece but then looking at the inside on his left leg that looks very simple like a um like a retail generations toy mm, and then looking yeah. at the hands as well they look um sort of like uh commanded jet fires you know like that's, open that, that, and then that's close tr- that's true yeah so uh, Morgan Moroni comments that uh, the train bots are supposed to be Combiner Wars scale. Now, that is also Ooh. something that we've heard. That doesn't necessarily tell us whether that's the detail of them as to what line they belong in. So the rumor is definitely, yes, Combiner Wars scale, which I think tells us how big they'll be um, in in their uh, in their combined state. But, uh, like, the, they are definitely... It is definitely a Transformers masterpiece project, or at least it started as such. Well, I mean, whatever it is, I'm just looking forward to being able to finally get the train bots because I don't think they've been reissued since their Japanese toy release in the 80s. And that, I think they were just released as a box set. I don't know if they were released individually, but... It's quite, yeah. it's quite true. And um, to, to that point of them sort of not really being released since the 80s, uh, coming from Del Victor saying, holy crap, we're getting train bots. Would they make an obscure character like that MP? I think the answer is definitely yes, because um, Takara does like to make things that are important to their core audience, being the, the Japanese audience. And if the rest of the planet catches on and enjoys the uh, enjoys the character and the figures as well, then so be it. Mm. <laughs> now, about, I, think, um, um, I was just going to say, how about you two? Are you interested in train bots? I don't really know the train bots. I mean, I know who they are, of course, but mm. for the most part, l- like many people, I have seen headmasters a few times and kind of remember them as those train bots who show up. That's a nice idea. <laughs> and then they kind of go again because it's not called train guys, it's called headmasters. I think so that was a I did, <laughs> No, I was saying... I, I don't have a particular space in my mind for the train bots other than knowing they exist. These could be awesome toys, but I don't have any preconceived notions to to go with. In, unlike, say, a, a better-known character from other, another series where I could go, oh, I wonder if they'll give them that from their comic version. Oh, I wonder if they'll be able to do this like they do in the cartoon. Hmm. There's, not, there's sort of not that much reference material to go on, is there? Yeah. Well, when they were in the cartoon, they were usually portrayed as being together. Like there was never sort of any individual character development or, you know, like in like the G1 cartoon, when First Aid left the protector bots and you actually got to know him a bit. There wasn't anything like that with the train bots. They were robots. They combined into a train, which the Autobots used to travel on the space bridge. 
and it was a combiner. That was yeah, about I it. Think, I think that was part of the hook that they could combine as a train vehicle and as a robot, which granted pretty cool as a toy thing, but as mm. you say, like many a Japanese original combiner team, their character is a clump. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, yeah. All right. I was going to ask, Jason, if these are Masterpiece, are they a must-buy for you or no? I don't know. Like, I, so I feel like I would need to see the finished product. So this would be one of six bots in the, in the series. And there's already... I mean, for something that is meant to be a Masterpiece figure, I can already see like some fair compromises around the legs, right? Like the, the legs are just shells of half a train carriage. Um, like that, yeah. that's not, that's not particularly amazing engineering or anything there. So I, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, mm. I think, I think it's, I think it's very much a case of wait and see. They might come out and they might be incredible. Who knows? I'm, I'm just hoping. And like I said, I'm excited at the possibility of, um, having toys of the train bots. Yeah. So like I'm and a train bots your I, bag and that's great. <laughs> Look, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm happy that there's, I ha I'm happy that there's a revisitation of the train bots going on. I was never particularly, I was never particularly taken by them, and I wasn't really interested in the media at the time. So the train bots don't really speak to me. But um, I'm always happy to get a cool masterpiece. Yeah. yeah. And this will probably be one of the more expensive masterpieces, being, being a yeah. six I mean, well, I could handle it if they released them and they were combiner was scale. I might be able to justify that. But if it comes out and it's like, okay, so this one toy, you're looking at 500 bucks. I'll be like, you're looking at a off. <laughs> Just, yeah. Price they do say they want the masterpieces to be able to scale with each other, but... Hmm. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't, I I think we, I think we we have heard that it'll be more of a combiner wars scale, which is not the same scale as the masterpiece. But it doesn't it doesn't have to be. I don't know. Then you never know. They I, might I was going to say they might yet move it to a different line as well. They, we have seen figures that we have seen figures that Takara's shown prototypes of and just going, well, hey, this is a masterpiece, and then oh, maybe it might not be. So yeah. At the same time, though, the masterpiece cassettes aren't that big, so. We we there is precedence for a masterpiece, masterpiece figure to not necessarily be masterpiece scale. Well, I think the I think the scale of the cassettes is very much set by by Soundwave, though. Well, yeah, that's true, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Jacob also says they shouldn't be combinable size with a sad face. Uh, I, oh. I, I don't know. I don't know what they would be if not though, because. Uh, it's going to get very expensive per figure, if not. I mean, is this a yeah. hundred dollar figure that we're looking at here? Um, like, so the, must be skids is a hundred dollar figure. I was going. I was going to say the legs say no, but the upper body and the head crest and the chest say mm. maybe because that looks like a lot of paneling in there. It does. It does. You, you could be right, but I mean, at the same time, you can sort of see there's a lot of detail because it's a 3D model. There's a lot of lines, yeah. but it doesn't necessarily mean there's a lot of parts. But you can also see very much sort of um, half of the half of the train <laughs> carriage also on the arm as well. 
Yeah, so this pretty much just looks like one of their animation models. I, I'm pretty sure the animation models, like you'd see like the cab, um, the cabin windows sort of on their arms and backs. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. We'll see where we'll see where we go. Because I, I just am... also noticed hmm. the bottom. Sorry, Jason. The bottom of the leg. That's just literally a train door. Yes. Yes. It, it is, isn't it? <laughs> It is. We it is it is time to talk about new acquisitions. Who's who has new figures to show off? Daria, I hope you have new figures to show off because it's been a while since you've been on. Uh yes, and in fact I have I've had a few, but I've curated for that thing. I'll I'll mention in passing that I got double dealer and both of his tape power master guys, but they aren't here with me, but they are a pretty good toy and i got a good deal on them which made me happy mm. what we have here in the studio with us tonight is grimlock and <laughs> grimlock Lock. is that where is the next grimlock. one grimlock yeah yay <laughs> so to fill that in that is the what is it, the reaction figure version of grimlock the i was even wondering what less, that was yeah yeah i didn't know until i bought it basically that there was one of grimlock and here he is. You can move his arms and his head, and in theory, you can move his legs, but his actual shape doesn't permit it much. Does, does he have wings, or are they sort of hard cast? Uh, no, it's as far as I can tell, it's all chunked together as one torso okay. piece. Cool. And yeah, he comes with his sword and his gun, which do detach this. Yeah, I'm a little surprised at no knee articulation. I would have thought this would be at least as doable as a action mask, but I understand this is a very cross-franchised thing, and it's not even just Transformers, but it's a pretty good and simple down-sculpt of his cartoon model, so happy with that. I, I have the Funko Pop... Grimlock. Uh, apparently this was an exclusive, but not so exclusive I couldn't order it from Pop Culture. I, I believe it was an exclusive in the US, but here it seems to have been on general release. Yeah, how weird. Uh, yep, this one's a little odd in that he's covered with the greebles and things from like his, his various main toy G G1 and other releases which is unusual for a Funko Pop, which usually likes to simplify its models down because that's the whole point of the figure. I mean, it's got obviously non-working kibble and things like his tails and things, but you may or may not be able to tell. You can see like little ridges on his chest and his arms and things, which is hmm. a little odd. I think, but I, I think he was actually a premium release I, I, I say that. i'm not not entirely sure maybe because they didn't have to spend the money on his um two black eyes um they've uh, been able to put the put the money elsewhere yeah i'm yeah i'm just surprised they went for that artistically though because that's usually not their approach they usually deliberately avoid that as part of what they do i think it looks great in person and he happily will join other grimlocks on my shelf of grimlock behind me <laughs> Things, also, things, are lo things are looking very grim behind you. <laughs> you should be locked also, up for that. Also, what we have here nice. is... Don't think Studio I didn't notice series. that. 
Studio <laughs> Series 86 Grimlock. Now, this guy is very well made. He's pretty chunky and sturdy. Uh I haven't I haven't heard of any reports of damage to this figure or breakages and mine's certainly intact after some good old playing and posing and transforming. This one honestly if the if the masterpiece didn't exist which obviously it does this would come so close to being it. Really the only thing that marks this out as not being a masterpiece is that it has the stuck closed fists and mm. masterpieces are so known for their grippable hands these days but other than that the only real feature difference between this and his masterpiece figure uh, is the lack of a sword despite grimlock always being portrayed of a sword it's they don't give him to his figure and you can't change his eye color but this other than that this is a figure i am pretty impressed with and i would definitely recommend it to any a Grimlock fan I would say if you are if you are a fan of Grimlock and just have enough to get one nice expensive yeah, one nice albeit expensive figure of the guy I would say get that one I am that impressed of him he comes with a wheelie that doesn't pose at all except for his arms which sits on his back like in the movie and I can't even remember where I put that because I didn't buy the wheelie no one cares about the wheelie if it had been a proper figure of wheelie, maybe, but it's just weird, his stuck-in-seated position thing. Yeah. Actually, um, I'll, can I show you guys where I've got my wheelie sitting? Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're really anxious to see it. He's sitting on my Unicron stand. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> that, look, that, that looks badass. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice, very nice. Um, uh, Daria, do you have any more to show us? Uh, no, just just the three Grimlocks today and a, a quick aside about the, the double dealer. Fair enough. I have a, uh, I have a very similarly structured uh, acquisitions here. Um, so uh, I say very similarly structured. It will become clear why in a, a, a couple of minutes' time. But I will point out, so very first thing is, actually what I'm going to do, I'm going to turn on this light here because it, even though it's way too bright, it should show up, um, it should show up what I'm going to show you a little bit better. This is production on the fly here. Here we go. Uh, we are looking at New Age Galvatron. He is a fantastic Figure, especially at his size, especially at his scale. I keep moving out of shot there. Sorry, I'm actually going to put myself full screen there. So, um, New, Age, New Age Galvatron, he's utterly fantastic. He's absolutely packed full of articulation. You can see his, uh, the, the head moves around there. Um, arms arms move up and down. His uh, uh, cannon, cannon's well attached. He can, he can do all the posing he needs to. Um, lots of lots of leg articulation there as well um ankle tilts every, everything that you've come to expect from new age he is a, an utterly fantastic looking figure i'm really really happy to have him um i actually i ordered this from i ordered this from omar primus uh, quite a while ago and it seemed like he'd come out and um they sort of missed it or something but um nope they 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 got him and they uh, shipped him out to me 
he does like he it. does look fantastic and i say i say i say my acquisitions are very similar to yours in theme and um and and uh practice this week because many people say that um the new age galvatron looks like a cut down version of the fans toys and the fans toys galvatron arrived on the very same day <laughs> as the new age one this week so I've, I've I've long made a thing of uh, fans toys fans toys sovereign not being something that I wanted to add to my collection because I had open and play big cannon, but uh, I, I did I have been thinking for a while now that this is actually a change that I want to make. I do want to put a I do want to put a higher quality Galvatron uh, on the shelf. So open and play big cannon is finally coming off the masterpiece shelf and he is going to be replaced by fans toys sovereign very very happy to have uh, finally acquired him um it's taken it's taken a while for it to sort of you know come through and arrive um there's been you know sort of shipping and all sorts of things going on so um, can i just yeah. ask jason what's the difference between this and the big was it open and play so uh open and play big cannon is an oversized ko of titan's return galvatron and oh, okay. he is he is totally mp scale so like you could you could put him next to this figure and just go, yeah, they're both masterpiece Galvatrons. One is, one obviously lacks the the finish and the paint of uh, of the 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 fan toys uh, finish and the, and the the weight of the of the die cast. But if he's sitting on your shelf, that probably doesn't matter, right? <laughs> I'll be honest. When you put those photos into the um, Facebook chat, I almost said, wait, you've got Kingdom Galvatron. Yeah. <laughs> no, Goodness, goodness me! Like if I could have gotten Kingdom Galvatron this week, mark my words, I would have. I, if I could have done it, I would have moved hell or high water to actually say, <laughs> "Hey, I've got, I've got New Age fan toys and Kingdom in the same week." That would have been astonishing. But um, a lot, look, I, I didn't think that the uh, the Kingdom one would be out until later this year as well. Lo and behold, uh, when I saw um, Jonathan posted it in the group yesterday, I was like, "Oh, I wonder if I can get that before the podcast." But it turns out. No, I cannot. No. Nope. So yeah. Um, so yeah, that is uh, that is new acquisitions. Bradley, I think you you were shaking your head earlier, saying that you don't have any new acquisitions. Um, is that right? No. The only the only thing that's updated is I transformed Deep Cover that I was showing off last week. So I've taken him Very out nice. of the box. Um, I really like his alt mode because it actually shows off the police badges. I mean, the robot mode does too, but this just looks cool. Also, I didn't notice this until I saw it on this guy. I've been transforming the uh, the head mode like around, you know, turning the head around, and then I realized in the car mode the face was just staring at me, like that's his head just there. And I was like, oh, I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that until this mold because it's usually like darker plastic. Yeah, you're right. The head the head is usually darker than the rest of the uh, rest of the figure, and I think deep covers maybe the first one of the mold that actually has a clear windscreen there is that right yeah I, th I think so i think the closest we come before that is like a smoky green i don't know but yeah yeah this is the Fair first enough. time we got a clear one <laughs> all right um that is so that is it for new acquisitions um a little bit of little bit of club news do we have club news uh yes we do actually we do uh supernova is coming up in melbourne and uh that will be not this weekend so next weekend starting from the 20 
I'm going to say 22nd. So 22nd and the 23rd of May, you will be able to find Transformers Collectors Club Australia at Supernova in Melbourne. We have we'll have a table in Fan Club Central. So if you are going to if you are going to Supernova and it's the first Supernova that's been held since the pandemic kicked in last year really looking forward to it i think it's going to be massive i am actually going to be going down to melbourne so we may not do a podcast next friday night because i might be uh, on a flight to melbourne um the uh, i think it's going to be massive it's really it's really really looking forward to it um we've uh, we've seen the table layout and the, the fan club central layout tonight as well so um supernova's layout's a little bit different in melbourne this year than it has been in years gone by it's a a little bit smaller event i think they've kept it to one hall instead of two for um covid restrictions um but yeah uh, definitely definitely looking forward to it come by and say hello um simon and chris and myself the uh, the the triumvirate of tcca management will all be in one place so if anyone wants to actually take out all the club management at once like that's that's definitely the place to do It'll it be too much of a power vacuum <laughs> yeah oh well nature abhors a vacuum as they say in target 2006 um so uh yeah look uh, do come and say hi next weekend at, uh, at supernova um i am also going to be attending a couple of toy fairs in sydney in the next couple of weeks with uh, wares to pedal and sell um so i'll be at uh the this weekend so anyone who's listening live i'll be at the uh penrith collectibles the penrith collectibles fair. um penrith collectibles fair this weekend and collector con penrith later this month i think uh it's the the weekend of the 28th or the 29th or 30th of uh of um anyway it's the it's the last weekend of the month um not sure about the, the Penrith Collectibles Fair. It's it's the first time that that event has been run there, so we'll see how that goes. But CollectorCon should be genuinely massive. It was huge when it returned in in April, um, and so yeah, looking forward to that again. Uh, until then, I think we're about done. Does anyone have any uh, any news or any anything that we need to add? I I remembered one thing. Uh, once we hit the start button, remember the beginning of the week there was that Twitter article about new Rodimus photos. Did anything come of that? Or yeah. Uh, so there there have been there have been some new photos of it around. Uh, we might we might put it in we might put it in for for next week to have a look at. They're not showing anything that we didn't already know. I think. It, yeah. I, I I tend I tend to try I tend to try to avoid putting putting things in that are just looking at another fo- another set of photos of something that we've already done to death because I think we've spent like two or three episodes of him. Um, it's cool to see. So uh, you can tell now that the sword actually stores under the vehicle mode, um, but that's always also not really that much of a surprise. The, store, the sword has to store somewhere, right? Yeah. So yeah, uh, so yeah, like um, we'll we'll put a link to it in the run sheet anyway. So if, if people have, if people have uh, looked at the show notes and they've seen this conversation happen briefly, you can definitely see the um, you can definitely see it uh, clicking through the link. Uh, so I think with that, uh, that is the end of the show. So thank you for listening. Uh, if you're watching along with a live record, thank you for checking us out. It is a it is a Friday night. It's fairly late on a Friday night. So thank you for your your time and patience. And also thank you everyone in the uh, live chat for um, commenting and uh, and contributing. We always love having live listener interactions. So thank you very much for that. 
Uh, as we mentioned, you'll find out more about all these stories with links to them in the show notes. You can get in touch with us in uh, the Transformers Collectors Club Australia group on Facebook or the podcast page, which is Australian Transformers Weekly. The podcast has its own website, its own space on the World Wide Web at transformersweekly.podbean.com where you can go there to find all the old episodes and uh, a little bit about the, uh, about the podcast. Uh, and if you haven't already subscribed, you can definitely find us in your podcatcher of choice or on the website you'll find an RSS feed to... Um, feed to your your favorite application we are a podcast uh, that is a production of transformers collectors club australia tcca is a registered club in victoria run by volunteers donating their time effort energy money and friday nights sitting on a video call like this one to make it better for make it better for everyone make transforming transformers collecting life in australia better for everyone we want to connect australian transformers fans all around the country we do it by engaging the community this is why we're going to toy fairs this is why we're going to supernova we want to we want to bring everyone together in our um, in our facebook community it's a it's a nice little happy place and uh, we're always happy to have people uh, come along and join you can find out more information about the club at transformerscca.com the club has affordable yearly membership options that uh, start at ten dollars a year i say ten dollars a year we've got about a month and a half left of this membership year so we would we would not be uh, we would not hold it against you if you want to hold off until next year uh going off world you can find transformers collectors club australia on facebook of course and you'll also find us at transformers cca on twitter as the rest of the uh the rest of the internet found out this week when we tweeted pictures of Kingdom Galvatron and got picked up by all the major news sites. You can find me on Twitter at JM787. You can find Bradley on Twitch at GroovyGuyGaming. And uh, Daria, did you want to give out your Twitter? At Vindaloo Vixen. Vindaloo Vixen, there we go. Um, that's good because that's good, I was going to say Daria Sigma. But, um, <laughs> I, I should have I looked at your Twitter username and not your Twitter name. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, my Twitter name isn't Daria Sigma either. That's right. Oh, well, it used to be, yes. <laughs> oh, actually, no, that's your Facebook name. Eh, anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm, con- I, I'm, I'm, I'm confused by identities, right? Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah there I, are, I there there are other Twitch. Daria Sigmas out there. Uh, are there? Or, or me, yeah. Okay, don't follow, just if you see someone called Daria Sigma, maybe don't follow them. Only go for Vindaloo Vixen. Pro yep. tip. Uh, right. And one of them's uh, a, one of them's a bitch, and I mean that in the zoological sense. <laughs> there, li- there is a racing dog called Daria Sigma. Oh. Okay. okay. To, just to, just to tie this back to the beginning of the podcast, do they have an OnlyFans account? We ha- we we have we've got we've we've gone full circle and now we've just sort of stepped into the middle of it and done terrible things. That is uh, that is going to be it from us. It would not it would not surprise me if Brad cuts this off in the edit. And uh, <laughs> we'll be back with more Transformers news soon. Maybe not next week. We'll see how we go timing wise, but uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, until ne- until next episode, it's goodbye from us and uh, it's also a goodbye from Bradley, who's waving madly. Bye. Hey.